The No Dead Air podcast is a one-man DIY podcast made for music fans by a music fan. Everything on here is, of course, opinion with many facts. But thank you very much for listening, supporting. This is a one-man DIY project, and I hope you enjoy it. Let's start. Memphis rapper NLE Choppa made big waves in the hip-hop world in 2019 at just age 17 with the track Shot of Flow, a violent trap banger filled with drug, gun, and gang references. At the age of just 17, he was a rising star, one that was often overshined by his criminal record and penchant for guns, drugs, and violence. But the NLE Choppa of 2019 and the NLE Choppa of 2020 are very different. The new Choppa is a vegan, sober, woke, enlightened rapper who speaks on social issues and gives out natural food to his community. What led? to this change. In this episode, we talk about the history of NLE Chapa, his music, and his new self, the music that came before him, and what can come next. Let's dive in. Born on November 1st, 2002, to a Jamaican mother and African-American father, Bryson Potts, aka NLE Chapa, was born in Memphis, Tennessee and raised in the rough area of Parkway Village. After spending time in juvenile prison for an undisclosed crime in his youth, he led a relatively normal high school life, playing basketball, freestyling with friends. However, he didn't start rapping seriously until he was around 14, and finally, at age 16, began releasing his music on SoundCloud. He hired his mother as his manager, and soon began releasing and gaining traction for such harsh and violent lyrics from what was still just a 16-year-old high school kid. Finally, after some middling SoundCloud releases, his breakout single, Shot of Flow, took over the rap world in 2019, and the subsequent releases of remixes only made his song more and more popular. His over-the-top violent imagery and lyrics, and penchant for Percocet, was his staple even at the age of just 17, he was already a respected yet hard-to-understand young force in the rap game. Until September 2020, Chopper remained this image, until what he says was an almost epiphany caused by the upcoming birth of his daughter caused him to choose a new path, a very new path. He became a vegan and vowed to stop rapping about violence and was quoted as saying his new focus was spreading positivity and waking people up. His first release post-Epiphany was From Light to Dark, a mixtape that was received to moderate fanfare, with some praising the direction and others just simply not buying into it. The lead single, Bryson, did big numbers, but the mixtape sold only 6,000 copies first week, off no promo and little social media marketing. And right now, while many or most rap fans and critics feel Choppa is just using this new image for sales and positioning, I believe this might just start a new trend in hip-hop, albeit in a slow way. Regardless, for the current stage of hip-hop, this is huge. 
and one reason why NLE Choppa is right now changing the projection of hip-hop. Before we talk about the effect, we need to talk about the cause. It's no secret that the past few years there has been a significant number of rappers dying from drug addiction or drug overdoses. In fall 2017, emo rap star Lil Peep died at the age of just 22 from a Xanax overdose, followed by Mac Miller, Fredo Santana, Juice World, and countless other young rappers. This loss of young talent to pills, lean, heroin, and other hard drugs shook the hip-hop community, as up till now, the community's rampant drug abuse was relatively ineffective. The full effect of drug abuse was never really spoken on in hip-hop and remained a large non-issue. A right of being a rapper was access to drugs and vices. After the death of these rappers, many began to question the lifestyle and some rappers began to denounce their past drug use. Acts as big as Little Uzi Vert or more local acts such as Miami rappers Fat Nick and Shakewell and more began to use their influence to speak on the dangers of drugs and to steer kids away from the same end as the peers that passed before them. But is this the first time a music subgenre pivoted from drugs and decadence to this? Anti-drug, anti-all-of-the-things-that-come-from-drug-addiction. No, not at all. Straight-edge hardcore was an offset of hardcore punk, which was born from the pushback against excess and absurdity of 70s and 80s punk music. Of this was born smaller sub-sects, such as militant straight-edge, vegan straight-edge, posicore, and, most relatable to this, Krishnacore. Krishnacore was the style of hardcore punk that focused on preaching positive Christian beliefs, parables, and themes, while adopting sometimes a traditional music twist to the style of melodic hardcore punk music. The main progenitor of the sound was Shelter, who was born of lead vocalist Ray Capo's life-changing trip to India in the early 1980s. At the time, many were confused and often straight against this change in hardcore, but after an album or two, Krishnacore suddenly became the trend of hardcore in the 90s and left a massive impact on the hardcore and heavy music scene. The question is, can NLE Chapa do the same? Much like the straight-edge bands of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, he has now disavowed this violent drug gang image and now exclusively uses his platform to teach on veganism, meditation, spirituality. Shelter did the same thing back in the 1990s, using the teachings of Hare Krishna, putting it into their music, making that their central theme. But we have yet to see a rapper embrace this to this level and to disavow their past image as much as NLE Chapa has. And in a world like today, where really positivity is absolutely needed more than ever, it is no surprise the effect this could have. While there has yet to be any further effect from his very recent mixtape, Time will tell if the young rapper can persuade minds of young listeners to put the guns and drugs down and to pick up vegan books and meditation. The world has lost too many rappers to violence and drug addiction, and the number continues to rise.